Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. I'm Melissa Smith, your co-host for the show. Sam, great to see you. Yes, lovely to see you too. Mind you, I've seen a lot of your smiling face on TV lately and I think, <laughs> does this woman ever stop? Oh, sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead, right? I love too much. I love, I love sport. What yeah, can I say? Yeah, you do, but I love seeing your face. It just, oh, I you. say, geez, I know this lady. She's famous. <laughs> I get to spend half an hour of my Friday mornings with her and I'm, I feel privileged. <laughs> hey, I feel privileged being with you and being in the same room as you. Oh, Over a thousand rides to your belt, a thousand winners, I should say. Yeah. You know, still yeah. kicking goals. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's like you say, there's no sleep for the dead. Exactly. Oh, no, you can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> that's, there's there a lot is of lots sleep. of sleep for the dead. There's wow. A, let's, um, it is a Friday morning. It is the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start this all again, uh, Joey. Hey, I want to talk to you about last weekend. Um, I mean, I could talk to you for the next half an hour about last weekend. Yeah. On the weekend, you tipped, well, on Friday, our last show, our last episode, you tipped Hockahay. And then, lo and behold, Hockahay ran home a winner. I'll keep bringing this up because not often does it happen that I tip a winner. <laughs> so you heard it here for those loyal people that were listening last Friday. I hope you got your bets on and you got plenty off it. But no, it was very, very good. Hockahay, she was knocking on the door to to get a nice win. Um, she'd been burdened with very bad barrier draws and her racing pattern that has her racing back in the field just makes that a lot, you know, a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she drew well. I was able to utilize the good draw and she got a really nice uh, run and was able to capitalize on it. So she actually backs up this weekend that she'd be an interesting runner again. Yeah. And you're riding her again. Yes. So hopefully um, she's probably l- not done too much work from last week to this week. Um, you know, horses normally will probably have a two or three week gap between each run, depending on the individual. But, you know, occasionally, obviously, they can race within the seven days. Um, but it's just a shorter t- turnaround time frame. Um, but she's obviously come through the run well. Otherwise, Jack wouldn't have nominated her and mm. accepted for the weekend. But, like I said, it's a, a nice race. She's a really nice progressive mare. Um, so I expect her to run well again. How does it go? Because w- when you talk about a short turnaround, how does the training recovery work for a horse that, does have a shorter time between races. Yeah, so I guess the trainers, obviously, they have to um, assess how the horse comes through the race. So obviously, if they're fit and well, like she's had a few runs as preparation. So it's like you go to the gym, you do a workout, you sort of recover a bit easier than if you've had a whole lot of time off and you're just starting to get back into it, right? Um, Also, horses, how they eat well after. Like horses that may be like picky eaters or not, you know, a little bit fussy. If they're not eating well, obviously, they're not getting that nutrition. And so, therefore, trainers will probably look to space their races out. So that two, three-week gap. Um, but, you know, obviously, she's clearly come through the race well. She's obviously brightened herself. They don't need to do much work in the interim because they're already fit. So they don't sort of have your gallops on like a Tuesday, Thursday that you would leading up to a Saturday. She's probably just had a quiet week where she's just ticked over, a bit of like, um, sort of cantering around the track, um, and she'll be ready to go. So, yeah, 
lot of and management. It's at, it's at the same track as well, Eagle Farm. Yes, Eagle Farm, mm. I know. Um, they're actually having a little ponies, pony races, I think, I believe, before Cute. the races at Eagle Farm on Saturday. So anyone who's a mad racing enthusiast who's got some kids, you should get down there and get amongst it. That sounds like a good, yeah. great day, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That sounds awesome. It's <laughs> got to be refreshing if you've just come off a win at Eagle Farm on Hockahay to be backing up because normally what you'd, you'd probably go to another track and ride the same horse. Um, but to be going back to the same track as well, it's kind of like – you know, copy and paste. Deja Let's vu. repeat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's deja vu for you. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. That's what we hope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and on Friday, you had a pretty good day on, last Friday after we spoke to you as well at Ipswich. Yeah, Bay Street, he went really well. There's a couple of other nice runners there. Um, like I said, Ipswich is one of my favourite tracks. We've had a bit of luck of there. Back there again today. So, yeah, hopefully there's a, another winner there for me. Fingers crossed. And this week as well, leading up to this weekend, um, you had some trials this week too. Yeah, busy day at the trials at Deegan. There are a couple of nice runners there. Um, the, where did I have? Wednesday. Um, guy only ended up having the two rides on Wednesday mm. at Dooman. Uh, had two scratching, so it's a bit of a long day. But both horses ran well from wide draws. It just meant I had to ride them a bit more conservatively early, which obviously makes it a little bit trickier when you're trying to chase the, you know, the rest of the runners in front of you. Yeah. But um, both horses, um, had, you know, their runs had merit. So hopefully next start they draw a bit better. <laughs> but better. Yeah. We like that. We like Fingers that. crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, our special guest for this episode is a jockey who you know very well, Jake Malloy. Yeah, we're looking forward to talking to Jake. He's a really, you know, very polite young man. Um, he doesn't say much in the jockey's room. He's not a, a loud mouth like myself. So <laughs> he sort of just gets about under the radar, but he's a very good young promising rider. Um, geez, he's had some bad luck to, uh, you know, I've seen him, I think since I've been here, a few of sort of falls that haven't been, you know, his fault by any means, but he's just had a bit of time off here and there. But um, we're starting to see him ride in town, obviously tomorrow he gets to ride there. And he had a really nice winner on Wednesday too at Doomben on Galifianakis, so I'm looking forward to talking to him. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's bring in the unlucky but promising rising <laughs> jockey in Jake Malloy. Jake, good morning to you. Hey, guys. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us on this lovely uh, Friday morning. Um, what does Friday morning look like for Jake Malloy? Um, uh, just riding a bit of work this morning and... um. I don't have any rides today, so I'm just having a pretty quiet one working around the property. I won't do too much. I've got a big day tomorrow, so I'll have a rest for tomorrow. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, talk to us about your property. So your partner, um, Bree, who's also uh, in the racing industry, and you brought a property not long ago. How much land have you got? And you're up at Toowoomba, right? Yeah, up at Toowoomba, uh, out at a uh, place, little place called Westbrook. It's only like 10 minutes out of, uh, 10 minutes away from the track. Um yeah, just got a little little bit of land, a little bit of 10 acres. Um, needed a bit of work, but look, we're a young couple uh, striving to succeed, so that didn't bother us. Oh, I love that. That's, that's so nice. That's cool. And so what have you got? You're going to do some uh, just some horses, or has Bree got some horses of her own? Or you have you got some horses of your own? <laughs> no, I don't have any horses. <laughs> uh, Bree's got horses. Uh, she's uh, uh, quite into a show jumping like yourself, Sammy. Um She's got a quite a nice uh, grey warm blood that is pretty promising, hopefully. Um, but yeah, we, she wants to do uh, training, some show jumpers, and and uh, just adjusting on the side. I think I think that's the plan. Do you find now, obviously, you know, you've got you know mortgage, so you're having to become adults and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. It's quite daunting and things like that, but. Do you find, um, like, you go to the races and you have a, you know, a day maybe that's not gone so well, you, you've got your own place to go home to. 
you know, makes it a little bit easier for that downtime that you can just sort of press the reset button, like go out on the farm and then just sort of unwind? Oh, definitely, Sammy. Look, like, I love going out and just working outside. Um, it really just gets your mind off racing sometimes, you know. Sometimes it can it can quite bombard you thinking about things that have gone wrong or things that you have to do in the future and just going out and working working on the property just uh, clears your head, I'd say. Yeah, we're all about a work-life balance, and like, I can vouch for that too. I um, appreciate what it's like to be able to get out and get in the garden, or you probably don't get in the garden. You're probably more of a fencing kind of a bloke, I'd imagine, <laughs> as opposed to yeah, a gardener. Yeah. <laughs> I love the tractor. I love getting on the tractor. Oh, the tractor. <laughs> I was never trusted with the tractor. I had a quad bike that was dangerous enough, and I was trying to harrow paddocks at about 6 o'clock on a Sunday morning, upsetting all the neighbours flying around the flying around the paddock so that's awesome yeah but we want to have a little chat obviously you had a really nice win for jack on wednesday and i remember sitting there sort of in the jocks room watching the race unfold and he's a funny horse um he obviously strung a few really a few really good wins together last preparation and has probably taken a little bit to get fit this time in but talk to us about how the race has unfolded for you on wednesday uh yeah look obviously didn't really go into plan to his racing pattern over that trip and obviously the plan with Jack was uh, look obviously roll forward and hopefully lead and his other runner sit outside me but when I missed it he just stood there so the gates open I missed it by, by two I sort of had to sort of just go to plan I'll see I guess and just get him to switch off and ride him cold and I thought he'd finish off quite well if I could just get him to relax in the run, which he did, obviously, because going back two starts ago, I rode him quite over the mile and he finished off really well. So I wasn't I wasn't panicking when I missed the kick. I just thought I just need to get him to relax and I think he'll finish off too strong for him either way, you know? How much did you have to do with this horse um, before now? Because you rode him once before back in July. He finished fourth. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I just had that one ride on him. Mm. Um, I was meant to ride him his first up start back, but I'm pretty sure I was that I got injured the the weekend before. As you guys were talking about how unlucky I've been, <laughs> so uh, unlucky. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so yeah, I missed out on on him that day, and then I rode him at the mile the next start, and yeah, that's that's where I sort of got a feel of him. Then yeah. I think it's a full credit to you and your cool head. Like I've always um, sort of seen you as a like a very cool, calm customer when you're riding, and I think that's going to hold you in great stead for your career going forward. Because, like you say, the horse didn't jump well, and his racing pattern is to go forward. And as we know, when the barriers open, the best laid plans go out the window pretty quickly, and you've got to make a quick decision on the fly and and hope it's the right one. So, you know, it's full credit to you. When I was watching the race unfold, I thought, you know, you've obviously you had to go to plan B or C, as you say. You never panicked and, and gave him a really nice ride, sort of got underneath a few runners and got the job done nicely. And I think it's always good to see, too, a horse like that who has a distinct racing pattern that's obviously worked from in the past um, come out and race completely against racing pattern and, and then come and still get the job done. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think, like, the four wins he had last prep were, he was either outside the leader or leading, so it was good to see him change things up on our Wednesday. So yeah, it was quite impressive actually. Like he's not a bad little horse, bad little stayer in in the future. Yeah, well Jack's doing he's doing a great job. I can't speak highly enough for him. He's um, a young trainer going forward, and um, I don't think 
you know, I think he's going to end up with a really nice team of horses around him. And, yeah, I think he'll end up being one of our leading trainers with a little mm. bit of time to come. But uh, you've got some really nice rides on Saturday. Talk to us about that. So we've only just started to see you in town on a Saturday, which is exciting. Um, I'm sure it's more exciting for you. Yeah, definitely quite exciting. Um, I haven't quite got the uh, got the win on a Saturday just yet. Just been riding, uh, got a couple of wins midweek, but uh, looking forward to it uh, tomorrow. I've got uh, three uh, good rides uh, for some good trainers. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Have you got one that you can tip us? You've got a couple for obviously Tony and Maddie Sears. <coughs> They're up at Toowoomba. Do you do a little bit of track work for them while you're up there? Yeah, definitely. Um. I ride work for them most days. Um, actually, my my partner Bree's their main track work rider, so I've got a little bit of a connection with them. The inside um, info, they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, inside info, she's quite a good judge. I, I know I might be a bit biased, but she she, she might declare one to me, and they usually win. So. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? Teamwork makes the dream work, eh? You've got bald, bald dimple rum, top fun, and raging pole. Who who out of those are you excited to ride for? Well, I'm, I'm, you'd be excited for all of them, I'm sure. But who are you tipping out of those three? Uh, look, um, I think the old horse raging pole is going quite well. I've I've been riding him work the, the last week, and I think his runs haven't been bad. Uh, uh, he just has been drawn a bit awkwardly, had to go back. Um, but he's been running home quite well, and his work at home's been super. So I'm going to tip him. We oh, sort of got a bit heard it here first, gate, people. <laughs> Lock it in, just like you of, did Hockahey last weekend. How bit good. of a tricky gate, but uh, yeah. if we can overcome that, I think it'll be strong. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's quite a wide gate, isn't it? I think the mile start's not so bad, though, at Eagle Farm from out there. It sort of allows you a little bit more time to sort of slot into a more favourable position as opposed to Doombin, who has a, a shorter back straight. So when you're, you know, certain barrier or certain starts, um, bad barriers can be a lot worse than, say, other tracks. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Just allow a little bit more time for everyone to get into a posse. It's not so hectic. But, Jake, how did you get into racing? Um, what's your background behind it? Uh, look, uh, sort of been around – well, I've been around racing my whole life, um, Sammy. Um, my mum was a jockey when I grew up. Uh, she rode until I was about – 11 or 12, and she sort of had an accident and got hurt and stopped riding. Um, my dad, he was a he was a jockey when he was young, but he got big, got too heavy quite quickly. And then he obviously he was training for a bit and breaking in horses and that kind of thing. Um, so I've sort of been around it for the majority of my life. I've got family in it all over the country. I got my uh, I got cousins and Arnie's at train in New South Wales, and I've got a cousin that rides up in North Queensland. So, um, yeah, I sort of, I sort of been around it. I didn't quite ride much um, growing up. I sort of rode until I was about six or seven, and then I sort of went away from it. And I went to school, and I was playing football and doing all boys stuff. I went to high school and. I was boxing quite uh, competitively, so that took up a lot of my time. And then I finished up with that and finished school. And I always wanted to be a jockey, and I just thought, oh, I better give it a crack now that I'm finished school. So, yeah, <laughs> that's so, how it happened. So you started quite late then compared to others who, you know, have, have been riding all their life. I guess 
um, coming out of high school. And you're, what, only 23 years of age and you're doing quite well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to – yeah, I I started uh, – yeah, like I started riding quite late. I was around horses. Like, yeah. The majority of my – I didn't ride them much. Like I went to the track with mum and watched and all that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I just – I had a pretty good uh, teacher, a fella named John Robbins, who's a very good horseman. He sort of – he's a breaker. He, he sort of taught me the, that kind of side of things with horses and horsemanship which I think has helped my riding, um, my race riding and just riding in general a lot, which sort of helped me progress a little bit quicker. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a fair assessment to make. And I'm, you know, some people f- miss that part of um, dealing with the horses, like the actual horsemanship side of it. Mm. And I think it's a, it's a string to your bow, being able to, you know, having a good grounding coming through, learning from you know, the, the ground up essentially, not just sort of thrown on the back of a racehorse and going around in circles. It's, um, yeah, I think it's a full credit to you. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for you, Jake, because um, I think you're a really talented young rider and all the very best with your rides on Saturday. Lissa and I will be watching and cheering you home. Yep. N- not unless you're in my race, I won't be cheering. <laughs> <laughs> no love lost. Oh, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye out on Raging Pole, that's for sure, tomorrow. Yes, guys, thank you. Thanks for talking, talking Thanks. to me. I, I hope you guys have a good weekend. Yeah. And, uh, appreciate it. Don't work too hard on the farm. You need some energy for for tomorrow. Yeah. We'll yeah. see out on the track, Jake. <laughs> that was Jake Wall <laughs> there. Thanks so much, mate. Uh, what a, a promising yet unlucky. Didn't get to talk to him no, about all I these. No, I know. We'll have to get him back on. Sure. He'll, we'll ride his first town winner soon and we'll be able to chat away to him. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, coming up after the break here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, we'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. What are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, where we are bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Now, Sam, this weekend, again, you're backing it up. Another busy one. We say that every week, don't we? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> love <laughs> no it. No rest for the weekend. Nope. Uh, Ipswich for you later on today. Yes, uh, four rides at Ipswich today. Um, then obviously head off to Eagle Farm tomorrow. I've got four nice rides there. And then a sunny coast Sunday where I think I've just got a couple. So Beautiful. not too bad. Not too nice. Bad. Very nice. I'm back on Hockahay tomorrow. Yes, look out. Hockahay, Wairiri Falls is another one to watch out for. He's knocking on the door. He was uh, only just knocked off last start. So hopefully those two get up. Beautiful. And the Ecker, it also starts tomorrow as well. It's going to be a very busy weekend in town. Uh, Racing does continue, as mentioned, at Ipswich this afternoon. Eagle Farm, where Sam will be tomorrow. To Woomba, it is the night meet and Townsville in the country. You can find racing at Aquisbow Desert, Longreach, Gladstone, Cullinamulla, Tarwood and Prairie. Then on Sunday, wrapping it up, where Sam will be on the sunny coast. Sam, we'll keep an eye on you. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you. And thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop. It's been great to have you. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, you can visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.